Hello everybody. Today is Wednesday, December 5th, I believe. Um, I am just getting home from work at the time. It's about 8 o'clock. Um, and today I, I sort of wanted to talk about um, a, a healthy, what, what it means to have a healthy work and home structure. And what I mean by that is where do you where where do we as people put our um our priorities in in those regards just in those two metrics um you have a lot of people that are very career oriented that don't care as much about what happens otherwise and then you have the other camp where they you know they they just uh just would soon be at home with their friends or family or gaining experiences and making memories and things like that. And um, I think there's certainly a balance. I think there certainly is a balance there. Um, <clears throat> and it's kind of a tricky one because um, a lot of folks want to further their careers and will stop at nothing to make that happen. Um, but before I delve into that, uh, I first want to apologize for the quality of the last podcast. Again, I am kind of working this whole thing out. It's just me, and I'm just ranting. So, But I did figure out that when I got on the highway last time, uh, it did not go over so well. There was a lot of tire noise, I think, from my truck. Um, so that's that. So I'll get into the story here in a minute, but just to give you a... I'm not going to name any names just because I'm putting this on the internet. So um, I'll just keep it kind of vague. But just to give you an idea of the structure at my workplace, because uh, I am going to tell a work story and kind of tie this all together. Um, so we have the manager of the facility. Then there are three... Uh, peers of mine, well, including myself, there's two others. Um, and then there's about 12 people under us whom me and my two peers delegate. Um, so you have upper management, middle man, or, you know, frontline management, that's me. And then there's the workforce. So that's kind of the structure there. So now I'm going to end this little segment. And then in the next one, I'll start to get into the story as it were. So sort of getting into the story here, um, basically, and it might, I, it, I hope it doesn't come off, it may come off as me just whining and complaining. I don't like to think of myself as either of those two as characteristics of mine, but perhaps it will come off that way, um, and we'll see. But uh, so basically, the, the, the story here is um, I had requested a day off that nobody at my place of work was off. Um, I was told I was approved for the day, but that another, that my, my boss couldn't be in to cover my shift so that one of my peers would have to cover my shift. So I brought this to my boss's attention and I said, Hey, you know, um, should we check with the other two to make sure somebody will be here? And he was kind of like, no, no, we'll, we'll work it out. So then I made arrangements to go to this event um, that I had requested off the day for the, in the first place. So, 
you know, I tell it, this events with uh, my girlfriend and, you know, I tell her we're all good to go. We make arrangements, da, 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 da. And then a uh, couple, about a week goes by and I tell, tell one of my peers, I'm like, just so you know, uh, you know, our boss is going to be asking you to cover a shift just so you're not blindsided. And he's like, well, I haven't heard anything, um, but I can't, I can't cover this shift anyway. I have my kid. Like, oh, great. So it goes and goes and um, basically my boss asks my peer, you know, hey, can, can you cover this? He's, my peer says no and that he's got his kid. And then I get copied in an email from my boss to everybody else, including myself, uh, that not only that that's not going to work, but that I'll have to show up to work that day. So I was pretty upset because, you know, I, I, I was told that was my day to take. I had made arrangements. I didn't think that was right. So I talked to him about it and, you know, he kind of agreed that it wasn't right. And before I even talked to him about it, um, he was asking me to come in early on short notice and, uh, giving me like two hour call-ins to work. And I'm a, I'm a salaried employee. I, I come in at the same time every day and I've, I've made it explicitly clear that I've been willing to help, that I'm willing to help out the operation so that everything goes smooth. And a lot of times I'll drop a lot of stuff to show up to work. I mean, just a month ago, I canceled a doctor's appointment in less than like 48 hours notice just to be sure that I could show up to work because it wasn't planned out to that I could um that somebody else would be there to cover somebody else's shift. So I'm not gonna get into all of it, but basically I've I feel and everybody I've talked to sort of backs me up on this that I I, I try to go I I absolutely do what's expected of me there, and I absolutely go above and beyond what is expected of me far more than my peers. That being said, it was very disheartening. I don't know if disheartening is the right word. Discouraging. That's the right word. It's very discouraging to be coming in early for the same pay, uh, be going out of my way far more than the other two do, um, for no thanks, only to be told in a copy to an email that, hey, you can't do what I already told you you could. So that was pretty upsetting. So a couple days go by, my boss asks the other peer, hey, can you cover the shift? And this guy starts at 2 a.m., so he was like, uh, no, on two days' notice, no, I can't. So... I'm like, okay. So then I talk to my boss and, and he gets with uh, the first guy again. And it ends up that he was willing to get a babysitter so he could, uh, so he could be there for, for work. So all in, all in all, no harm, no foul, but this transpired over, I don't know, the course of a month. And it just, it was highly unnecessary, but the point I'm trying to make here is there was several points at which I was very close to saying, whatever happens, I'm not coming in on Friday. I have this pl- you know, these plans with someone who is very important to me, my girlfriend, um, and I was told I had this day off. You know, I, I, you know, 
And I've, I've, I've to- toyed around with the idea in the first place. Um, I've toyed around with it other times, but, you know, mostly it's just because I'm upset and, and I feel that the other two use their children as pawns to not put in their fair share at work, which is frustrating because I don't have children, so I can't use that same... I mean, we're all equals. We're making the same amount of money for doing the same job, and they seem to be able to whip out tons of excuses where I just say, okay, yeah, I'll be there. When do you need me? What do you need from me? When do you need it? You know, and, you know, sometimes it's me asking for work. I'm, I'm taking the initiative to go make sure things are taken care of, and it gets kind of old. So I kind of went off in the weeds there, but the point I'm trying to make is at what point at what point do you say, you know, no, I'm not, I'm not being walked on and my home life is more important to me than my work life. Conversely, how much of that should you take? How much of it is a reasonable amount to take um, from your employer? Um, because those things show hard work and determination. I mean, there's certainly a happy medium here. And I'm not saying that I've found it by any means, but... What I'd like to incite in anybody listening to this um, is to really think about what's important to you. Is it experiences? Is it money? Is it career progression? Um, Is it things? Um, And if you have that conversation with yourself, it could lead to, I'm not saying it's the end all be all, but... If you're just honest with yourself, it could um, it could really bring to light some things that I don't know that everybody thinks about. I mean, I certainly do. And I tend to be more career-oriented. Um, I, 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 I'm young. I'm still in the infant stages of my career. I've been with my company for about five years, so maybe not infant. Maybe I'm a toddler now, I guess. I don't know. But uh, work's very important to me, and... Uh, but people are very important to me also. And you got to kind of wonder when enough is enough. And, you know, but those have consequences, you know. Um, you, can't, you can't just refuse work. But you can also not be walked on. And there's, there's a very important distinction there. So I'm not saying throw away your career and go travel the world. But I'm not saying slave away at your job either. Um, hopefully I can just by having this quick little rant, maybe somebody listening can kind of ponder upon, you know, where, ponder about where, what, how far will you go for your job? What is important to you? Why are you there? Are you there to make money so you can afford experiences or are you just there to be there? So just a couple last closing uh, remarks. Uh, firstly, I apologize for the background noise again today. I, I Upon review of the, the recording, um, I could hear the refrigerator going and my dog pitter-pattering and going out the doggy door. So I apologize about that. I'm, I think it was a lot cleaner than my first go in the truck. Um, but maybe I'll have to do something with her while I record for these little snippets. And then, um, again, if you have any feedback, please email me at aggressivelyaveragewithalec.com.
or aggressively average with Alec at gmail.com. I would certainly appreciate any feedback. And again, I encourage anybody listening to reflect on their work home life balance and and just see where you're at. Just give it a checkup. Um it's always good to check things in life and kind of zoom out for a minute and then zoom back in. It can be very beneficial and if you can just kind of ponder those sorts of things. So have a great day, everybody, and we'll see you next time.